This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast, Dr. Peluso edition. This is your girl, Jessie May. I'm your host. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining our Patreon club, The Fun House. If you haven't joined, make sure you get on over to patreon.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso to join The Fun House. Join The Fun House. It's a fun fan club. I post exclusive videos there almost every day, give or take. And we are going to be posting a personal things, a, an insider's look into my daily life, because that's what you guys want, you weirdos, you voyeuristic weirdos. <laughs> I have to admit that if Stamos had a channel of just his house on on a like Nest camera, I'd watch. I'd pay for it, you know? little Netflix situation, little Stamos Netflix. I feel you. I understand it. But I appreciate you guys. I appreciate our Patreons. Thank you so much for supporting and everyone who also has booked me on Cameo. Fun app. I can make you custom videos. Celebrate your fucking birthday. Break up with your husband. <laughs> Whatever you have going on, I am there to ring it in with a custom video that's on book cameo what else is going on oh my youtube page ah the youtube page we're having a great time guys quarantine is working out for everybody youtube.com forward slash jesse may peluso go check it out lots of videos bam is there we're now going to show bam two times a month Every week was a lot, especially with the podcast. I know you're probably like, bitch, what are you doing every day? But I'm a busy bitch. So we're going to be doing BAM bi-weekly. Is that the correct term? Once, uh, two times a month. I don't know how life works. And we're also going to start posting podcast videos there as well. So you guys will have a whole bunch of content for me available. Make sure you subscribe and all that fun shit. And I just really, again, want to thank all of the fans who are downloading the podcast and sharing it, talking about it. It means a lot to know that what I do brings you guys some semblance of normalcy, lets you know you're not alone, lets you know that you are normal for the most part. Well, there is no such thing as normal, but within the parameter of the rest of people, in life and in the world, we're all going through it. So I'm glad to be of service to you. And that's what this episode is all about. Dr. Peluso is of service to you. She's actually pretty helpful. And we get into a bunch of questions from fans and also play a couple voicemails from fans. And it's going to be a great episode. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to laugh. And most importantly, we're going to realize that We've all got it bad somehow. Let Dr. Peluso fix you. Hope you enjoy it. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening beep. to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal 
look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary. A deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. We've done it. Dr. Peluso in the house. I'm in my house robe. I'm literally in my house, in my house robe. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get all bougie with my tatas out. In my Q robe from Japan. Legit, you gotta see the back of this. Hold on. Oh my god, are you kidding me? The greatest. A few stolen moments. Okay, everybody, how are we? It's Dr. Peluso, board uncertified. I am not a real doctor, so relax. I want everybody to relax and calm down, but I am a real person and I've lived a real life. That's what we're here for. We're here to learn, live and learn, and laugh. Sounds like a fucking plaque from Marshalls. And you know what? It is. I am so shiny. Whitney always talks about how shiny she is. I swear. And this is like six seconds after putting makeup on. Watch. I'm going to put these. I use these oil blotting sheets that are amazing for oily bitches like me. If you're a greasy Sicilian like I am... You got to get these oil blotting sheets. They soak it up. They soak up all that nasty grease. And it makes you look so good, so youthful. You guys, and dudes, let me tell you, greasy motherfuckers, you could use a couple too. We won't be mad at you. Get in there and make make the shine go away. Shine from the inside out, but not too much on the outside. Let me put my lipstick on. I'm barely ready. I'm barely here today. How are you guys? Are you here today? Are you alive? Are you feeling motivated? What the fuck is going on out in the world? We don't know. We really don't know. And when you don't know, you just have to keep going. You can't fucking give up. You can't. You know, I started watching (laughs) that show with, what's his name? Zac Efron. And I think his friend Gavin. It's called Down to Earth. It's actually really informative those two are goofballs but it's really informative you know i love a goofball how you doing zach is your dad available i'll date you too i'll teach you a thing or two about the kitty cat down there but on one of the episodes they talk about the importance of drinking mineral water and how regular water flushes out all the minerals in your body and you don't get replenished so i bought this like some shit from trader joe's like goldschlager i don't know what the hell it's called there's a bunch of consonants on it and I have to tell you, I feel more hydrated. I'm drinking less water. That could also just be a psychosomatic situation. You're welcome for that alliteration. But for the most part, your bitch is hydrated. I mean, look at my skin. Hydration. Mm. So get on that mineral water. Enjoy it. At the end of this episode, we are going to play a couple voicemails left by fans and this episode, like I said, is a Dr. Peluso episode, so we are going to help motherfuckers with their life. You know who you are. Let's get into it. You guys ready to get some unsolicited, bored, uncertified life advice? We have New Moon Child 
asks, how do I turn a prior work relationship into a personal relationship of a sexual nature? Go ahead, new moon child. Trying to get trying to get that moon cycle. You got to organize it so that your moon cycle works with your sexual nature. You got to make sure that you book it accordingly. You know, do you want to turn a work relationship into something sexual? I know you said prior. So if you guys aren't working together anymore, lay it on them. You know, and here's the thing. When it comes to flirtation, women more often than not want you guys to make the fucking move. Make the fucking move. You're the dude. You have a dick. It pierces things. So pierce me. I don't want to be the one that always has to make the move. Oh, shit, my titties fell out of my robe. (laughs) Let me tuck the cans back in the fridge. I don't want to be the one. So, girl, if he hasn't made a move on you, I would say it's a wrap. Just the way I wrapped my robe. It's a wrap, bitch. Let him make the moves. Send him some signals. I don't know what your situation is. Maybe you friend-zoned him or maybe he friend-zoned you. But women and men, in my experience, because I'm a hetero, you pretty much know. You know if you're going to, I know if I'm going to let him into my vagina monologue within minutes. If he'll ever have a, a shot. I know. We, I think nature allows us to size men up rather quickly. We don't always get it right. Hello. You know your girl's been around the block a few times. And if I haven't had a restraining order in my past, I don't know who has. If I haven't fucked it up a couple times. But if you didn't feel the vibe before, you can't really create the vibe because it has to be a natural vibe. But if it is there, just kind of flirt. Don't you know how to flirt? Like play with your hair. Touch his arm. Compliment him on his bike or his... his <laughs> on his car. Does he have a cool car? I mean like... Like, do all that dumb shit that you see in movies. Trip over something. Make it so he has to help you. All men have a hero complex, for the most part. I'd like to see one of these motherfuckers actually become a hero. Jesus Christ. You're picking up stragglers on the side of the road. That's not being a hero. That's a sex trafficker. Stop picking up runaways. Actually help a woman. A real woman. Okay? Stop giving handouts to homeless women and calling yourself a hero. God damn it. I mean, you should help them too. They need help. I think, girl, if the vibe wasn't there, it's not going to be there. But if the vibe was being withheld because of the work situation, I don't know what you do for work. In my mind, I'm picturing a a factory. (laughs) I don't know why I'm picturing a factory. I'm picturing like uses of heavy metals and a lot of sparks because there's metal being melted, and I I don't know if I'm even in the ballpark. You guys could be vet techs, but here I am picturing you in like a, you know, post-war factory. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Toss a kitty cat at him. Use a little, use your legs like bellows and quaff the kitten scent his way and see if he gets a sniff. That's science. Let him sniff the kitty. I hope it works. Let me know. Alex McClellan. Alex M. Lallan. Alex McClellan? Whatever. How should I respond when my boyfriend calls me fat? 
bitch. What? He, hold on. Okay, wait. He called you fat? Are you? Just an honest question. Do you feel fat? But I need more context. I got to open this up to, to calls. I got to open this up to where you guys can call me in and we can, and, and I can talk to you and your boyfriend and I can help you out live. If that's something you guys are, would be into, email me, jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail, because I need more details. Because, look, you're, you're, you're telling me your boyfriend called you fat and... It's is it out of nowhere? If it's out of nowhere, he's a fucking asshole, and you need to get a new boyfriend. But I'm gonna guess that you're telling me because you feel fat, and it's an insecurity, and he might have tapped into that because he's an asshole and he has his own insecurities. And often, more often than not, people project their feeling of insecurity by using your insecurity against you. It's some real psycho manipulation, some inception manipulation that happens often with toxic people. I'm going to guess he's not a very healthy relationship for you because somebody who loves you, cares about you, and is a respectful, healthy, well-rounded individual doesn't throw something like that in your face. I'm going to guess he doesn't feel good about himself. And I would tell you to not take it personally unless you feel this way, unless it's a real statement, regardless of how rude it is for him to fucking say it. If it's something that makes you feel a certain way, there is some truth to it. So I will tell you that if you do feel fat, then you should go and work on that. Work on yourself. Find what makes you feel happy and your your ideal body is exactly what that is. Just your ideal body weight, you know? And, and you have to be honest about yourself. You have to be honest about where you're at in your life and, and realize that there are certain health Issues that go along with carrying extra weight. That's not to say you can't be a big bitch and be happy and healthy and live a happy life, but you just have to like do your research and read into your blood type and all that and your family history. But it sounds like he's a fucking asshole. And it sounds like you should get rid of him. Get rid of 220 pounds of him. And then work on you if you need to. It's all good. It's all good. But, but you need to realize, people need to realize that most people in relationships will use their insecurities against you. And they'll they'll find a way to find your insecurities and they'll tuck the, their own into yours and they'll make you feel like shit. So it's important for you to, to recognize that and to also do your own healing and start with ripping that boyfriend band-aid right the fuck off and stay single. Wouldn't you rather be single than be called fat? I'm sure you have enough internal self talk that's not healthy. You don't need external talk that isn't healthy. So work on yourself, work on your self-talk, keep yourself healthy and kick that motherfucker to the curb. Let me know how it goes. Pele Pedro, Pele Pedro 90. I mean, how seriously should we take this virus? Less than 1% death rate, starting to feel overblown. You know, here's the reality. There's so many news outlets, there's mixed messages, there's mixed news and everyone has their own invested interest and a lot of these media conglomerates are owned by one or two or three rich motherfuckers so it's very hard to get the straightforward news but I will say it's a serious disease I will say people are dying I will say that my mother is is immuno um, deficient and already has a susceptibility to it because she's got COPD 
which is a lung disorder. And she also has lupus, which is immunodeficiency, an immune disease. So I'm not rushing home and coughing on the bitch, (laughs) you know, Pele Pedro. I say, let's take it seriously as we need to take it and look at other countries and use them as an example and just put your fucking mask on at the grocery store. How hard is it? I'm going to go out on a limb and guess you probably don't put a condom on either. Save humanity. Stop spreading your germs. (laughs) I think I just called your semen germs. I just called your splooge germs. Quit coughing your amoebas all over everybody. Look, we may find out that it is was overblown, but we will definitely find found find out that it was completely mishandled from the media side, from our lack of leadership, from you know people in Congress. It, it was com- it's been completely mishandled, but we can do what we can do to help our community and our friends and and people who live near us. My mask is for you. Your mask is for me. Do you want my mom to get sick because you were lazy one day and didn't want to cover up that shitty goatee? I don't know if you have a goatee, Pele. I'm just fucking around, but wear your goddamn mask. Uncle Chonies, why does pussy smell so good? That's a blanket statement. I don't know if all pussy does. All pussy's not created equal. I know I take pride in keeping my lady bits smelling fresh. I keep the cooter clean. Coochie clean. Coochie clean. Keep your coochie clean. Coochie clean. Don't scrub it too much because that's how you can get a UTI. You don't want to like put soap up in there. You want to keep it cute. You know one of my secrets, ladies, to keeping your coochie clean and fresh all day? I change my thong like three times. I have a morning hike thong. I have my, um, which also doubles as my workout thong. I've got my day thong and my night thong. Actually, I don't even wear underwear at night now. I let the coochie just, it's like she's out taking a walk and getting a breath of fresh air. Keep it clean. But Uncle Chonies, you've just been lucky because I've played female sports. And let me tell you, those rocker, (laughs) those locker rooms are not always fresh. Some people have personal hygiene issues and girl, you've got to, you've got to really figure it out. If that's you, keep your coochie cute. Keep it cute. Keep her fresh. Keep her crispy clean. Okay. But I hope that answers your question. Usually it smells good because women take care of their bodies and it starts with what you put in your body. I'm not just talking about dick. I'm talking about vegetables. So you've been lucky, Uncle Chonies, but I have a I have a feeling that now that you've said this, you're going to run into a couple meat sandwiches in the summer and it's going to ruin it for you. Maybe you'll discover you like dick. Let me know. Let me know how it goes. Goofy, noofy clothes. You killed it on a honeydew with Sickler. Great episode. Thank you so much. Um, I did my friend Ryan Sickler's podcast, The Honeydew, with y'all a couple weeks ago. And we, we went deep. We went really, really deep. And if you guys have been a long listener of this podcast, I tend to go deep. I also laugh at the darkness because in the depth is where the dark is. And that's not me saying, oh, it's, it's dark where it's deep. I'm saying that there's trauma in the depths of people's soul and we all have it. And I think I've been pretty candid on this podcast. It's one of the reasons why I love doing it. 
there's no pressure for me to be a fucking clown. Even though times I've felt like I needed to be a clown just to entertain you guys. But the older I get, and especially through this quarantine, I realize the value of authenticity. And I think that's what you guys want more than anything because I'm a goofy bitch. It will be funny. But if I'm authentic, you'll connect with me more. And that's the approach I took with doing Ryan's podcast. We talked about a lot of really, really heavy, dark shit that I will get into on this podcast as well and and divulge those stories more in depth. But I felt the need to talk about what I've experienced so that people can understand that they can come out on the other side of pain and trauma, stronger, smarter, and more adaptable. That's what I've become. It's not that I don't slow down and things don't fuck me up and I need to have a a day a week or a month or even a year where I work on myself (laughs) or where it takes me out. I've been taken out by life. And that's the episode I did with Ryan Sickler that shit took me out. There's been a lot of things in my life that have taken me out. You know, I, I've, I've experienced rape. I've experienced abuse. I've experienced really toxic relationships. And, and more importantly, I've experienced what all of those abusive, tragic and toxic things have done to my perception of myself and how I've navigated through a feeling of lacking self-worth which doesn't match the way I look according to society people who look like me white blonde women can't have struggle and I've fucking struggled my entire life I'm not talking about stubbed toes I'm talking about robbed hymens (laughs) see that's the comedy is in the cash of truth. The comedy lies in the in the crevices, the kernels of truth. And the reality is that I have experienced all the things a woman should experience, but all of them were stolen from me. My virginity, my hymen, my youth, my maiden voyage with dicks. Everything was robbed of me. And I opened up about that on Ryan's podcast, and I'll give you guys time to listen to it. And I'll address it on this podcast as well. Within the next couple weeks, I'm going to be going on a trip and and working on my book about my dad. So we're going to get deep on this fucking podcast, but I will always keep it real. I'm always going to be a goofy bitch, but I feel myself evolving. I feel myself, especially through this quarantine, wanting to discuss things that are real and I find myself having a hard time being fake not that I've ever been a fake person but disingenuous people I have gotten rid of I have extracted them and excavated them out of my life because when you go through things especially being in this quarantine and not being able to see my family as much as I want to it makes you shed the toxic shit so much quicker And what's left is the truth. And so that's all I can speak now. And the podcast will be evolving. We're going to, I've talked about rebranding it for so long. And I've, I'm a firm believer that the right place and right time in the universe 
will open up is a scenario for everything that's meant to happen. So even though it hasn't happened yet, it's going to, I'm going to start working with uh, a couple different people who are going to help me evolve the podcast. But I hope that what I talk about has helped you guys up to this point and that I continue to do that. And I also entertain you. And if I don't, then fuck, fuck off. But I'll miss you. But seriously, fuck off. And... Yeah, so please check out the Honeydew episode with Ryan and I. We recorded it last week, and we're also going to record an episode just about my dad, which will be exciting. And I, I think it's great. Ryan's podcast is was um, a a really nice way to discuss something very dark with somebody who's a friend of mine and who has a comfort a comforting approach to talking about shit like that. So the honeydew, it's up. I think videos are going up too. My dog's crapping in the corner. Great. Oh God. Another question here. Last one. Then we're going to get some, to some phone calls. Travis Morelli, fuck, Mary kill, Brad Pitt, Joe Rogan, Danny DeVito. You know, let me put this out in the universe. I am going to date Brad Pitt. I'm going to put that out there. I think I'd be great for him. You know, like a small town girl, even though I'm from Syracuse, it's not that small, but I've got, you know, hometown roots and I'm down to earth, but I'm also cute. I got great boobs, great ass. You guys, if you follow me, you've seen me talk about it. So this fuck, Mary kill feels very personal, especially because Joe Rogan's a friend of mine and Danny DeVito's a goddamn national treasure. How dare you? But this one's so easy. I, well, it's not that easy because I want to marry Brad Pitt. Uh, okay. I know it is easy. I want to fuck Brad Pitt. So I'm going to fuck Brad Pitt because he's Brad Pitt and a river runs through it. Am I right? Like get in there. Let's fight club it out. And, and you know, let's just do this. Let's get in there and get lost, get lost in the, in the kitty cat world, please. Joe, I want, I want to meet Joe Black. I want Joe Black to meet my brown ball. <laughs> I didn't need to say that. I didn't need to say that. See, Bunny's here to calm me down. Bunny's like, don't talk about your butthole. But we got to we gotta do Brad Pitt. We got to bang, 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 bang Brad Pitt. Tol- bone him. We're going to bone Brad. I'm going to get Brad Pitt fit this summer so that he can't deny it. I'm going to have to marry Joe Rogan because, hello, that Spotify deal, I'll be set. You know how many llamas I could buy with that? My dogs will be set. I won't have to worry about their expensive dog food anymore or their vet bills or anything like that. I obviously would marry Joe Rogan. What, he, he's the dude you want to be with in a fucking apocalypse. That guy shoots a bow and arrow from his breakfast Juliet patio out of his, out of his fucking bedroom. He kills coyotes from the kitchen. That's a guy you want to marry. And I'm sorry to do this to America, but I have to kill Danny DeVito. I have to. He's not going to survive in this pandemic. What if there's a flood? He's not built to be. Maybe he's buoyant, but I doubt he's got a good stroke. I'm talking about a, a breast stroke. He's a very compact man, and he's a little bit older. He's lived a life. So we're going to have to kill him. Please don't come after me. He's the cutest little thing ever. And maybe I got this wrong. Maybe there's someone out there being like, you can't do that. You have to marry Brad Pitt, kill Joe Rogan, and fuck Danny DeVito. But that's not my style, okay? I am going to fuck Brad Pitt because high cheekbones. I really just want Angelina Jolie to know that she's not the only one who can get it. 
And I gotta marry Joe Rogan because that motherfucker is resourceful. Bitches like resourceful dudes. They like dudes that can get shit done and also dudes that can be romantic. I don't know if he can be romantic or not, but I'm gonna guess he can because he's been with his wife for a long time and he lives with girls. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go that way. And Danny DeVito, bye. You've lived a life, bud. You've done well. You've you've succeeded. And I wish you the best. I wish you the best. But there's, you know, there's no way, there's no other way to do that. I think I nailed it. I think I really nailed it. So in, in the desire, go ahead, Bunny. In the desire for me to be Brad Pitt's girlfriend, that was a great question. Please put it out in the universe. Let him know I'm a veil. Let him know I'm here. I'm ready, willing, and able. And... So cute, so cute, so cute, so cute. I'm so cute. Let them know I'm so cute. I think it's a possibility. There's a lot of bitches that are coming for me saying that Brad's their man, and I'm like, back up. Everyone's like, what about Stamos? Stamos is playing house right now. You know, he's got the kid. I don't know if that's going to last. And the wife, like, who knows if they're in love. But he made his choice. He made his bed. And I want to unmake Brad's bed and take a nap in it. I really do. And you know what? Crazier things have happened. Everyone's like, oh, it's a pipe dream. Okay, is it? Last time I checked, Katie Holmes wrote in her journal when she was seven that she wanted to marry Tom Cruise. Little did that bitch know he was crazy, but she she set a goal, wrote it down, and fucking achieved it. I'm going to start writing Brad Pitt all over these goddamn walls. Watch me at Trader Joe's. Watch me. <laughs> Watch me at Trader Joe's walking through those a- those aisles happy as hell because I got Brad Pitt's credit card because he's in love with me. Okay, let's play some of these these voicemails. We've only done a couple of these, so I hope you guys can hear them, but you can call me if you want to call. I'll play it on the podcast, 513-916-0930, and I'll feature you. I'll feature you. Sounds like a drunk aunt. I'll feature you. I'll feature you on the podcast. Uh, we have Zach Rice. I have no idea what they're going to say. I probably should vet them before, but fuck it. Let's play. Um... Hey, Jesse May. This is Zach Rice from Southeast Ohio. And uh, I am a home brewer of beer, wine, and ciders. And I was just wondering if you like any particular kind of craft beer or cider. Um or do you just like something that goes down smooth without much flavor? Thanks. Love all your stuff. Bye. Zach, you're my hero. Zach Rice from Southeast Ohio is a home brewer of beers and wines. Yeah, I do love beers and wines. The sulfites kill me, Zach. I need you. You got to do something about the fucking sulfites, bud. Can you do anything about that for me? Because that's the most difficult part. But that is so sweet of you. You said love all your stuff. Thank you. Could you get me something that, you know, maybe like a like a meat like a light Cosby cocktail that I could give to Brad Pitt? <laughs> oh, it's not funny when a woman jokes about it. Everyone, calm down. You're supposed to believe all women, okay? But maybe just a Cosby cocktail, just to put him, to, just to relax him, because I don't want him to feel like, you know, I'm just some crazy bitch who wants to love him. That's not it. I mean, it's kind of it, but it's not it. I think I would have, a, I think Brad would have a fun time with me. I know, Zach, this is about you, but I turned it into a Brad situation. But that's really sweet. I would love to try it. How, how do you, 
I don't even know if you're offering because you just asked if I would like any particular kind. I, I like the problem is now I've run into this gluten bullshit, which I don't know how that happened, but I'm gluten sensitive now. And I'm also sensitive to wine. Hasn't stopped me, but I do enjoy. I love Allagash White. Have you guys ever had that? It's a really good beer. Also, Einstock. Icelandic beer. <gasps> yeah, yeah, ding dong. It's so good. Have you guys seen Eurovision? Side note, please go see Eurovision with Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell. So fucking funny. It's set in Iceland and it's so delightful. I might have to rewatch it, but the Einstock beer is so good. And I, I like dark beers. I've always, when I, I bartend for like six or seven years in New York City and I would always drink Guinness or a port a stout, not a port. I would drink a stout. I love dark beers. I love like a, like a nice, strong, thick beer. That's, I like my beer hall. I like my men strong and thick. I know it's such a cheesy thing to say, but I really, really do. But thank you, Zachary Rice. Zach, I don't know if it's Zachary. I appreciate your offer. DM me. How do you send me beer? I'll take all the beer. It's quarantine. Fucking send it my way, bro. We have this is one from, I don't know who this is. Let's see what this message is. Jesse May Peluso. This is JP from East Coast. It's pronounced Beardy Mine. Remember from the Hot Brothers podcast you did? It has nothing to do with your snacks. It's like Pokemon, but it's, it's Beardy Mine. I mean, come on. No, but you're, you're the main bitch. You keep doing what you do. Thank you for all you do. Keep it sharp. Keep it sharp. I love that. Thank you. I I, I don't know. Beardy Mon? BRD Mine. BRD Mine from the Hot Brothers podcast? From the Brothers podcast? I don't remember that. I have the shit I say I don't remember, but thank you. He's, he did nothing to do... He had nothing to do with what you're saying. It's like Pokemon, but it's better. To, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you're what you were talking about. But I believe you, and I am the main bitch. And thank you for thanking me for what I do and telling me to keep it sharp. I like that shit. I might have to put it on a fucking shirt. Shout out to you. Do you want some beer? We got another one. That one was from May. These are backed up. Here we go. This is Ryan up in Nevada. Hey, Jesse May. This is Ryan up in Nevada. How's it going? Hey, just want to ask a question to the doc. Um, almost coming out of quarantine, social gathering, seeing people at the stores, Home Depot, all these other places. My question from a boyfriend to girlfriend long term. How about uh, the ladies give us the summer off to be able to check out other chicks and their boobs and their butts when they're out in public? Not touch them. But the, the crank neck to take a look at that girl's ass or that girl's boobs. How about to our ladies uh, give us a summer off for that? Because we have not seen other people's boobs in months. Thanks for the call. Love the show. Take care. Okay. Listen, Ryan up in Nevada wants the summer off to look at other tits and ass because he's been stuck in quarantine. And because that was in May, I believe, he's still in quarantine. Ryan, listen. I don't think you should be in a relationship, but it's okay to look. I will say it's okay to look. Women look too. 
Don't get me wrong. I will look at a package. If I see a dude in sweatpants, hi, gonna check out that dick print. I'm a grown ass woman. But it sounds like you don't, you don't want to just look because you don't need a summer off to look. Like what kind of relationship are you in where your girl is that insecure that she doesn't want you to even look? I mean, you can't gawk. Like that's a lot. You got to be somewhat respectful. I know you said crank your neck, but let's be real. It sounds like you want to get the fuck out of the relationship and you're looking for me to shove you. Well, get the fuck out because it's behavior like this. It'll get you caught cheating. You start looking. The next thing you start sniffing and you're booping. Nothing will make you break up quicker than booping somebody else's butthole. So even though it's quarantine and which has been a very trying time for relationships, I can speak personally, it's a very important time for you to realize also that maybe you have certain patterns of behavior. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I am not saying this is how you are and I'm not making an accusation. I'm simply raising a question that maybe if you want to look at other girls' butts and boobs and cracks and you're thinking about that, not how you can help your relationship or how you can put time and effort into that and making it greater. You're looking for external things to keep your your bit your mind busy and to keep you occupied. You might want to get the fuck out of the relationship before the quarantine ends. Get out there and just even though it's socially distanced, you know, look at girls' butts and cracks. Live your life. Don't drag your girl along though. That's what I will say. And I've talked about this on the last Dr. Peluso is we sometimes forfeit the truth for being nice because the truth is harder to say we forego expressing how we really feel and we are nice even though it's not being nice you're just people pleasing the nicest thing you can do is to be honest to somebody and let them off the hook if that's not what you want and here you probably hit me up being like oh that girl she's down dr peluso will be like yeah go look at that tits and ass go check out that booty i mean yeah do it but do it on your own time don't drag a girl around. And anybody out there who's in a relationship who's not holy, holy, get it? Like holes. Who's not completely into it. Let your partner know. Let them go. Let them heal. Let them grow away from you. Don't be greedy with people's emotions. Don't be greedy and needy. Let them the fuck go. So I hope that helps you, Ryan. Hope it helps you, bud. Look out for those buttholes. They come right out, right around the corner when you least expect them. We've got another one, Manny from Miami. Hey, Jesse May. Uh, this is Manny from Miami. I actually just saw you on Honeydew Podcast. Uh, I was abused when I was a young kid, and I've been going to therapy for a few months. I didn't really tell anybody until I was 31 years old. Uh, I actually was able to tell somebody after I started dating a therapist. Uh, thank you for that podcast, and thank you for being open. That was really great. Bye. Wow. That's that's powerful, Manny. For a man to express himself and to come to terms and to verbalize his abuse is a huge, huge, huge step towards the right direction and a huge step towards growth and self-love. That's the most important aspect of accepting your pain and your trauma it propels you into this realm of self-love 
And when you're in that space, you're going to give that. And as cheesy as it sounds, the world needs that. It's infectious. And just think about somebody who's you work with or in your family who's always negative and complaining and think about what that energy does to you and how it it just kind of feeds on you like a cancer they're negative and complaining because they haven't healed from their own trauma and it becomes a vicious cycle and 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 that negativity that energy permeates it it, it comes from our very microscopic cells it's it's a part of our being and then if we procreate we're imprinting that DNA and we're and we're sending it off into another human. And I think it's important for us just for the evolutionary factor to heal ourselves, to stop the vicious cycle, to allow yourself to experience some healing and and and, and enjoy life and to not have your trauma define you. To not have your trauma dictate your relationships. To not have your trauma lead you every single day. To not, to, my dogs are arguing. <laughs> my dogs are growling in the background. Speaking of trauma, it's important to learn how to digest your trauma. How to excavate the pain and look at it straight in the fucking eye and identify it because until you identify until you identify your core pain your core issue which is something that my personal coach and therapist has been working with me on for years until you identify that it will show up in every situation scenario and relationship that you have whether it be personal and professional and it will deteriorate those relationships it will challenge you and and it's it's very important for people to realize that your trauma is your responsibility. It's nobody's else. It's no one else's responsibility to heal you but you. Your pain is your responsibility. But there are resources. You can lean on people to help you heal. That's one of the reasons why I do this podcast. It's one of the reasons why I do stand-up comedy. Maybe you listen to that Honeydew episode. It is the reason for stand-up comedy. Comedy healed me. And... If it can heal me, it can heal anyone else. That's why I do it. That's why I use my voice. That's why I continue through all of these hardships. I have my own personal hardships through all of this crazy current culture that we have right now with the quarantine and social unrest and everything that's going on. I'm experiencing my own personal things, but I have to keep going and I need to implement things into my life that helps me excavate my pain so that I can be a better person for other people. That's what it's all about. That's why you should wear your fucking mask. It's not for you. It's for other people. That's why you should also lead with kindness and love in the morning. That's for you, but that also becomes for other people. That's why we should be selfless and start reaching out more and realize that if you want a better life, then you need to create a better environment. And positivity is just as infectious as negativity, but it is a healing element of life that we need more of. And it starts with you. And if you're complaining a lot and your relationships are struggling, it's because of you. And and I, one of the things that I live by is I start my day with exercise every damn day. And I end it with tequila. Hey, keep it balanced, bitch. I mix in some weed in the middle of the day and meditation and journaling and reaching out to my friends and family and finding calm and realizing naps are the fucking best. It's not one thing that cures your trauma. It's an amalgamation 
of routine and elements that you implement into your life. How it can work for you is up to you and you can customize it. And taking a little bit from each person that you're inspired by is the way to start. That's how I done it. That's how I continue to do it and that's how I will live my life forever, being inspired by people who are achieving greatness in the face of difficulty and adversity. So that's my plight and, and my goal to bring you guys some inspiration to let you know you can keep fucking going and still be a badass bitch or a badass dude and have fun and laugh at the dark shit. Oh, it's not funny. Anything can be fucking funny. If you're offended, it's because you haven't healed. If you're offended, it's because something is inside of you that you haven't healed. It is not my responsibility to heal you, but it brings me joy to heal you. But you have to start healing yourself first. So take that however you want to take it. Take it and shove it right up your damn ass, and maybe that'll heal you. Uh, certainly, I've put some things up there to help me heal. Suppositories are great, especially after you eat burritos three nights in a row. Hello, did I need to say that? No, but it's a true statement, and it's how I've lived my life. So I hope you guys have found inspiration through this and continue to support. And thank you so much for subscribing, downloading, sharing. Make sure you leave us a review, rate and review us, and check out the YouTube page, subscribe. And if, if you guys want to submit any questions for Dr. Peluso, it's on my IG story every Monday through Tuesday for a 24-hour period. You can submit them there. Or you can email me, Comedy at gmail. I can read them. Or you can also leave me a voicemail like Manny, Zach, JP, and Ryan did. You just call me 513-916-0930. Dr. Peluso's here for you. Thank you guys for your support your time, your energy, one love. Have a great day. I'm going to go smoke some weed. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.